Hello, everybody. How are you? Welcome to episode 87, 87 of the Brent Pella Show. Uh, soon to probably be called the Vibecast with Brent Pella because we're switching up the vibes, baby. We're keeping good vibes, but we're switching up the name of the vibes. Um, today's episode was really fun to make, really fun to record. Had an awesome conversation with a good buddy of mine, Sorab Faruzash. He is a stand-up comedian based out of Chicago. Uh, he's been spending some time in L.A. We've done a lot of shows together in the past. He's hilarious, first and foremost. So go check him out, Sorab Faruzash. Uh, first name spelled S-O-H-R-A-B. Check him out on Instagram at Sorab is Brown, um, <laughs> which is funny in, in itself. Uh, had a great talk about comedy, life, the current state of political climate stuff and all that cool, fun stuff. Um, and uh, it was fun, man. It was just a good time. He's just a great dude. Talked about food. It was fun. Like candy. We had a great time. It was a fun vibe. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. Support the sponsors. They support me. I support you. You support each other. And then the world becomes a happier place. All because you went to magnesiumbreakthrough.com slash Brent Pella. They're doing a massive discount uh, offer for the month of November. So go check them out. Highly recommend a magnesium supplement in your life. Um, the average American diet is low in a lot of vitamins and minerals, magnesium being one of them. Uh, I'm not just talking out of my ass about this. I actually do the research and look it up. But I highly encourage you to do, to do your own research and see what you might be lacking in and how you can better optimize your own physical and mental health to live a happier, vibier life. You know what I mean? Uh, I take magnesium pretty much every day, especially on days with a heavy workout. Sometimes I'll pop an extra capsule um, just to give myself the added benefits on an even deeper level. Anti-inflammatory benefits, benefits uh, lower your levels of cortisol to help reduce stress, promote relaxation. Uh, magnesium is great. Magnesiumbreakthrough.com slash Brent Pella. Now, onward with this episode of the soon-to-be Vibecast with Brent Pella. Uh, please welcome and enjoy this conversation that I had with my good buddy, Sorab Faruzish. You always sound like you're smiling. I learned that in school. Did you really? People can hear it. People can hear the smile. Yeah, people can hear it. That's yeah. a Midwest. It's also a very Midwest thing to do. You're not from the Midwest, so you... I'm not, so I am always frowning. You're frowning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you're frowning constantly. I frown yeah. all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do you, what, or did you grow up in Chicago? No. Where did you grow up? I was born overseas, but I lived in Michigan. Okay. And where were you born? Iran. Iran. Okay, cool. What are you, the cops? Hey, hey, man. Hey, you know, you're coming in here with a tracksuit on. I didn't like come, no, like, did come in here with it. That's my own fault. And anybody that wears a track suit on a weekday morning has done something wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? That's fair. Yeah. Uh, no, my, buddy, my one of my best friends that I grew up with was born in Afghanistan. So he's um, yeah. he's helped me like shape my views toward the world and like what's going on oh, out there. Oh, were you a huge racist before? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, and then he helped you get on. He was like, no, bro. I was the worst yeah. at race yeah, stuff. Yeah. And then he was like, hey, man, chill. And I was like, oh, okay. So I, I kind of learned from him. Just yeah. the same way you learned that people like people who smile when they talk. Yeah. I learned maybe don't be racist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good. That's a good. They yeah. don't teach you that in school. <laughs> Unless you go to one of those fancy liberal arts schools. They'll teach you not to be racist. When, when did you move to Chicago? Or where, did you grow up in Chicago? I grew up in Michigan. I went, Grew up in Michigan? Yeah, right what? when I graduated college. And college was Western Michigan University. Were you doing stand up in college? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was awful. Re well, everybody's bad. <laughs> it was a generally terrible. Experience. Is anybody good at stand up in college? I don't think I so. I know a couple college students who are really good at it. Really? Yeah. How? 
There's a Chicago comic. She's in college, and she's probably like the fun, one of the funniest comics we have. Wow. Yeah, she's incredible. Cool. What's her name? Maddie Weiner. Maddie Weiner. Wiener. I think it's Maddie Weiner, but Maddie I don't Wiener. like saying Weiner. Ah, okay. Yeah, that's fair. Maddie Weiner. She's funny. Look her up. She's. I think she just got JFL. Nice. But she's a college student. Cool. She's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Sometimes I've done. Um, it's a bummer, right? It is a bummer. I. <laughs> I was too scared. I was too scared to do stand up in college. I. I just made a couple of dumb videos and then somebody was like hey those are pretty funny you should do the stand-up club were you in the were you a video guy in college were you were you a tech guy um you're bringing I, all your gear no i didn't know a lot about the tech stuff because we didn't have any production classes in college but i did a couple of like comedy videos in college like lonely island style comedy music mm. videos but i was always too scared to do improv or be on stage at all is this gonna pick up my heavy breathing yeah it is yeah <laughs> This is my least favorite part of doing. Just podcasts. don't br- don't breathe into. Them. Well, you used to be, you're like a CrossFit guy. I c- kind of. So you're judging me. No, I don't judge. You judge. Judging is for is for the poor. You don't like fat people. Admit it. Admit it right now on your podcast Tuesday morning. I- <laughs> Say you don't like fat people. T- tell the truth. You don't like fat people. You already got me to admit that I'm extremely racist. Now, yeah. Now admit that you. And are now fat-phobic. I have to be fat phobic. Yeah. Isn't phobic a weird word? It's it means a weird you're scared. Yeah, that that one's funny when it comes you know? to fat. Shouldn't it I'm be? Te- ah! Yeah, right, right. <laughs> really? Oh no, Santa! I'm trying to work on a joke about how when I fall down, it's um, it's an issue. Like I wish me yeah. falling down wasn't an issue, but me falling down, like dude, falling down for people are like the heavy my kids. Yeah, the heavy. See, for the you heavy, hate <laughs> fat people. It's it's uh, I learned this. Uh, I learned that it's like a huge fear. Also, are we recording? Yes. I learned that it's a huge fear because on Wild and Out, there's a guy, Radio Big Mac, who's like 400 pounds. Yeah. Awesome dude. Super funny. Really cool and nice. Um, and they did a bit in one of the games on the yeah. show where we're all like seated at classroom yeah. desks. And then oh, when, yeah. when it's his turn to talk, he sits back down and the whole thing shatters. Yeah. That's a big fear of mine. Yeah. yeah. But I was, I, and then, but after he did it, he was like, yeah, you know, for us, heavies yep that's a big fear so he kind of like broke through that fear that's another reason why i love the show is because they break through these stereotypes and fears using comedy but that's great he smashed the desk and it was hilarious he didn't tell anybody literally nobody knew about it um and that's when i realized sometimes i'll break a chair and then the only thing keeping me propped up is the my thigh strength Wow! I'm too embarrassed to let anybody know. And then, are you just like seated at the dinner table for an yeah, hour and a half? For an hour and a half, uh, <laughs> doing a squat. <laughs> doing squats. It's a miracle. I'm not. Uh, Why is Sorab shaking? <laughs> he just really likes the turkey. It's uh, it, it, breaking a chair is fine. Breaking a picnic table is the worst. Oh man, because that's a lot of people are involved. How do you break a picnic table? You're just fat and you sit on a picnic table. Really, like yeah. the bench part. Yeah. But then you would have to not you, but the general you would have to sit on the part of the bench that has that other. Yeah, that's my, that's what I I did. It happened to me once. And then everyone wants to pretend like we can share the blame for breaking. (laughs) But you you know who they're looking at, right? What do they say? Like, oh, no one said anything, but you, I could just tell the energy in on the remains of the picnic table. had shifted. (laughs) The tides had shifted against me. It's like when you, it's like when you shit yourself on a bus, it's not your fault. You know, it's well, it's it's everybody's problem, but it's your fault. Sure. Yeah. 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 That's a, that's. A but let me ask you this: Do you feel good? Also, this podcast was not supposed to be this about is, your oh, overall health, man. but now that we're here, I just no. I, I need. I'm trying to lose weight. Are you? I'm doing stuff. Um, I went what, for a hike. Ugh, it's hikes the worst. are good. It was the fucking worst. Have you looked into any like alternate 
ways foods. of doing stuff, <laughs> alternate just, foods. Have you just looked into have not you looked eat- into water and air? <laughs> yeah. Have you looked into just being less? Like, just being less <laughs> being of you? Being less. Just be less of you. Well, I do uh, um, intermittent fasting a lot, and I'm pretty I thought that. that was bad for you. No. You know, it's it's uh, everybody's different. There's no thing that's going to help anybody, right? So uh, even if you just go like low carb, high fat, intermittent fasting, whatever, that's high when protein. you don't eat for like 16 hours. Yeah, that's usually the one meal, recommended. sixteen hours off. Well, I, I when I do it, I do it a couple times a week, and I'll do fourteen to sixteen hours of no eating. But then during that eight to ten hours of eating, I I'll eat throughout those hours. I'll have snacks. I'll have two, three oh, meals. So it's not one meal and then sixteen hours no, off. No, but that is one way to do it. But the, a lot of people see everybody mixes it up and does it differently based on what's best for them. So you just have to like test a couple different ways. But realistically, if you're if you don't eat three to four hours before bed. And I am a doctor, so I know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> if you don't yes, eat... Yeah, I remember that from the last college show <laughs> right? we did. Yeah. You're, clear, you're definitely a doctor. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, but when I, when I don't eat three to four hours before bed, and then I don't eat three to four hours after waking up, I'll start building this tolerance for hunger. Um, and it just gives me like a better mental energy. I don't, I don't get fog for the week anymore. If I do that two or three times really? in a row. Yeah. 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 What's in your cup? Is that that mud? This that is I coffee. Keep? Oh, this is uh no, it's my own mud. It's got a bunch of cacao. It's got reishi cordyceps and a bunch of mushroom powders. I thought you were just pounding chocolate milk. And I walked there and I was like, <laughs> fuck yeah, dude, this guy knows how to party. And then I was like, Oh, he's like a CrossFit. Dude, how good was chocolate milk in St- junior t- high? Oh, it's still good. It's still, I haven't had it in years. You haven't had chocolate part, milk in years. It's part of the diet, fuck baby, it, bro. Let's go part of the diet. Let's dude. go to Ralph's. I do. I do cacao now. I do cacao. It's an adult chocolate milk. But it, it's that spiritual Burning Man chocolate milk, dude. It's that chocolate milk you drink when you're wearing a leather thong in the desert and you're calling yourself, you know, Princess Flamingo Solstice. It's it's what it's what Princess you drink. Flamingo Solstice. Yeah, it's, <laughs> that's my festival name. It's what you drink. Cacao is an adult chocolate milk, but it doesn't taste like chocolate milk. But but you lose you your taste evolves though right I mean maybe not with chocolate milk but as an adult I feel like I'm drawn to things that represent maybe like a childhood nostalgia but have a more mature uh, intention behind them for example cacao okay. I'll, give you, I'll give you another example um, like uh, used to eat tons of Cheetos and drink soda sure. when I was in like junior high yeah now the soda I can't. were you a fat kid. No, no, because I played sports and I just have my genes were not in tune for gaining a lot of weight. Hmm. Um, Interesting. But I would drink a lot of soda, eat a lot of chips. And now I found this soda called Olipop and there's another one and it's like a probiotic sparkling soda with no sugar. But it, the flavors, there's like a root beer one that rep, that is comparable to Hansen's root beer. Hansen's makes good root beer. Right. And I love them because my mom was a hippie and gave me a bunch of Hansen's when I was a kid up in yeah, Arcadia. It was the is... only soda I would drink. Your mom's a hippie? Yeah. Did you grow up on a compound? I grew up with compost in my backyard. But not on a compound? Not. Like no. a hippie compound? No, no, no. Not in a. No. Okay. No. Um, but I did Damn go to it. a lot of Grateful really Dead shows. Yeah. You did? Oh, yeah. When Jerry Garcia was still around? Yeah, yeah, yeah. People yeah. say I look like Jerry Garcia. Yeah, you kind of do. Yeah, That's know, funny. It's a bummer. That's Bear. funny. When they play in Chicago, all the old hippies will see Jerry Bear. That's like so funny, you like dude. Jerry, brother. You, like you got to do a video of that. I don't know anything the, about you it. You got to do like the Iranian Jerry Garcia. Oh, I hate their music. 
Iranian music? No, Jerry Garcia, Grateful Dead. I cannot you do? stand their fucking music. Why? I like metal. I don't. Know, I like. Uh, I like like all. I like punk and like. I don't like. I don't like what, jam bands. What the? But I don't like jam. But bands. if you listen to them on Tool Spotify, they're the not a jam good, band. Tool is the only good jam. Band. But that's live. If you listen to them on Spotify, you can go track for track and get different experiences per track. All right, give me give me an album. And I this, will give you an album because I ask Grateful Dead fans all the time, like, give me an album, and they're like, well, there's really no album. I feel like burn you a mix. No, fuck that. Well, yeah, I mean the great the greatest hits. Just listen, to Fire on the Mountain on repeat for ten. You know, are you a fish guy? Ten too? hours. I, I no. Okay. I, d- I don't have the capacity to have fish in my life as well yeah. as Grateful Dead. Oh, you just don't have the time. I don't have the time. I don't have the time. I don't have the time, dude. I give the Grateful <laughs> Dead a lot of my energy. I give Stevie Nicks a lot of my energy. Stevie Nicks is great. I like Stevie Nicks. Yeah. Yeah. Big Stevie Nicks guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we can agree on that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's that's the. What's the chips replacement? Taste. You said the soda chips. replacement. Yeah. So the chips. You know, for Cheetos and Doritos is now like healthy chips. You know what I mean? M- made out of like pea protein isolate and like other stuff, but is t- is tasty, dude. And you, like and like this cheesy you, puff. What, dude? Cheetos are delicious, but that like you are space, you are man. literally what you eat. Everything that you put inside your body turns into your cells and energizes yourself. This is yourself. annoying because you also fed me a delicious meal and I can't even be like, I but like that to meal- eat food. I like to eat food <laughs> for the know. taste because you but also I do. like to eat. But I do. See, I, I, I'll, I'll start sounding, and I know this about me. I'll when was the last time you had someone unhealthy? Someone, something unhealthy? Yeah, when was the last time you ate something unhealthy? Oh, I eat unhealthy all the time. What was it? Um, it I was feel this like past it's... week. I hit a banana. When I was in. <laughs> <laughs> it had brown spots. So that means the sugars had more time to articulate inside of the banana. <laughs> Is that a thing? That's the thing. You should only so eat stupid. greenish bananas. No, because but the they br- have less sugar and more um, uh, prebiotic or uh, gut helping enzyme bacteria. B- bananas stuff. help you poop? Bananas can, if they're not overly ripe, they can support your gut because they have a lot going on in the green banana that the browner banana does not. Because the browner banana has developed its sugar, so it's actually higher in sugar, whereas the greener banana can help your digestion. So you got what was the unhealthy thing you ate? And then you got to tell me about, welcome back to my podcast, guys, uh, <laughs> where I have local sex offenders on to tell me, to tell me their side of the story. Uh we're talking about diet. Uh, That's a hilarious podcast idea. <laughs> yeah, just have local sex. Creeping in the dark. Creep- it's so wrong. <laughs> what went wrong? <laughs> so what All was right. the unhealthy thing you ate? So here's the thing. And I got to be self-conscious here because I come off sometimes when I talk to my friends like a, like a know-it-all like prick. But I really, truly am not trying to be condescending when I talk about this stuff. I don't find you stuff. condescending at all. Thank you. But you know, in, in today's world, when you start talking from like a status level yeah. of, of health, it sounds like you're talking down. And I don't mean to do no. that at all. Um, I the, just think this stuff sounds gross. Sure. That's and why that's, that's I don't fair. find it condescending. But I would recommend it. So the last thing I ate that's unhealthy, and I eat unhealthy all the time. Not on a daily basis, but like a weekly basis. Carl I'll have Jr. a couple things that are on. Absolutely not. Um, it's more like, uh, <laughs> no, I know the you fast the food that I just when had. I asked if I could bring my black friend over. <laughs> absolutely not. Not happening. You cover the, the ratio that I can have inside of my home. Fair enough. This is on, this on a is daily ma- basis. This is Malibu yeah. or wherever we are. Yeah. Um, so what was the thing? You won't tell me what it the was thing was. Ra- it was raising canes. Oh, that's pot. okay. That's so pretty it's, unhealthy. It's, it's, All right. It's fried chicken. You know, it's not super fried and, and crispy and, and KFC it's pretty good, status. Yeah. But it's fried. It's fried chicken. 
Um, I'm a, I'm a, I have a crazy bad sugar habit. You have a sweet tooth. I have a, the worst sweet tooth. Sweet ice cream, candy. What do you do? So the problem is I don't eat it often, but when I do, yeah, I'll, I'll have like a pound of candy or like a What's pint your candy of go ice to? cream. Um, my candy go to is uh like candy store candy in, okay. the, in the bins. So that, okay, because it's, fre- it's gummies, more, a little you more like fresh. Gummies? Sour Patch Kids, Me and my long-term girlfriend have worked in the candy industry. So have I'm worked fa- in, in the, the candy, candy industry? industry? What do you mean? What are you, fucking Willy Wonka? <laughs> I worked for... Uh, were you the, an Oompa I, Loompa when you were young? I worked for the... Uh, I, was, I was a regional sales director for a gum company while I was in Chicago, briefly. Hmm. Well, for like four years. What's uh, a, what do you years. mean gum company? It was a Canadian gum. It was healthy. It was, you'd love this shit. It was like a healthy brand. It was a healthy gum? Yeah, they used xylitol instead of uh, aspartame, which is oh, yeah, yeah, bad that's great. for you. Yeah, aspartame is a so little So I had to go to all the candy expos and then my wow my, yeah and then my uh girlfriend she um she works she works in like graphic design for candy right companies. and she does marketing type stuff yeah yeah but can't she she does a lot of she does a lot of clients who are candy because you work with one candy company and then they just keep hiring you of course that's how the candy so we would works. see each other at the same expos and shit that's hilarious but what kind of candy do you like gummy so, candy well i grew up uh with like Twix and Milk Duds. Okay, sure. So you're a chocolate guy. I was a chocolate guy. Now you're not. But I'm not because I I cut lactose because okay. lactose was giving me a lot of zits and acne in yeah, college and right after Even college. I know that. Yeah. Yeah. And so now the only time I have lactose is with pasta if I put cheese in it. However, the hard cheeses that I use actually have low or zero zero amounts of lactose. Hard like cheese. Pecorino, Parmigiano Reggiano, those cheeses that I put in the pasta that you Are had you the Italian? other day. Yeah. Okay, this is adding up. So, this is all coming <laughs> but together. But the candy, the candy thing is when I was in college and people would be studying for like finals or midterms, everybody yeah. would be popping Adderall. I'd go to the corner store on campus next to the bookstore, get a pound and a half of candy, 10 chocolate covered graham crackers, sure. which they don't fucking have anymore yes, in they do. Santa Barbara. Yes, they, oh, they, they, no, my store doesn't have them anymore. So you're, you're telling me you're Trader Joe's. Or Target. Different, different kind. Different, different you, cracker. Wh- they had my candy store at UC Santa Barbara had the bins, right? With each bin had a different candy in it. So I would go through and have I would get any, like, like the lo- massive chocolate covered, toffee covered almonds. I'd get sour patch kits. Local shops have but those. But dude, the thing is they had them. They were this specific type of chocolate covered graham cracker that was so thick with chocolate. It's different from Trader Joe's. It's different from the Keebler shit. It's different from... Um, all the other ones I've had. Really? I don't know where they sourced it, but it's not there anymore. Make it yourself. You love to cook. You just made I'm a I'm not a pastry course. guy. I make pasta. It's a graham cracker and chocolate. I know, You're but not it's a di- I gotta find it's not the it. great British that's baking the treat show. Of, that's the treat of it, is that it comes to me. I'll find you some thick. I'll find you some. Here's what we're going to do. Find me some thick chocolate-covered graham cracker, and I'm happy. All we got to do is call a kid, a sweet shop, and ask him to make it for you. The sweet shops do that shit all the time. It's got to be the right kind, but I'm down to go on this journey with you. All this right. sounds like an adventure. I'm, do you have a sweet tooth? Uh, yeah, I'm obsessed. What do you eat? What, what's Everything. your go-to? Everything? I just, it's easier to tell you what I don't eat. I don't like dark chocolate, and I don't like licorice. I'll eat anything else. Licorice is pretty bunk. Yeah. yeah. Licorice yeah. is bad. Unless it's Twizzlers. But there's you, you have your licorice uh, purist. Just like you're a food. You're really? Like a, you're like a health purist. There's people who are like, well, well licorice is the superior. So there's people who are like licorice and dark chocolate. But licorice comes at when, when you say licorice, people immediately think you're talking about Twizzlers. No, I'm talking But that, we're talking that, that real licorice. Because so, I will say German I've had delicious fucking, licorice. I have you had. You have. But it was like a little small little piece that was super, super fancy. It wasn't any of the ropes or anything like that. The ropes. Yeah, the ropes yeah. are... Red vines are the kind of the ones the, the licorice aficionados like. 
Yeah, I, I can't do it. I don't like that. Bitter candy? Like, what are you doing? What are we doing here? What's the, what's the purpose? Yeah, what's, what are we... What the fuck? What are we... Bitter what's candy? What's the purpose? Yeah. yeah. So, mean... But I'll have candy as like a pre-show snack sometimes. Yeah. Um, Favorite candy? Go. Sour Patch Kids. Sour Patch Kids. Good choice. The blue ones. Excellent choice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going uh, favorite candy. I'm going... Ooh, that's a yeah. This this is a little bit of a of a uh, sweet tarts came out with some something called sweet tart ropes. Oh, are they like nerds ago. ropes? No, they're they're a little different. Also, I'm fairly certain they discontinued nerds nerds ropes. Sorry, uh, listeners. Bummer. It was it was a, it was a, it was horrible for them to make it. I don't know if I'm allowed to give this out. Really? I go to the booths and I would I would <clears> just like why why it was just like hard to yeah. get the nerds to stick to the rope. I would go to these expos and I would just get like really high and I would just go to the booths and just talk to them about candy. Oh my I'd god! Like, what's how is it, what's it like to make the ropes? That's and they hilarious. were like it's a pain in the ass and no one buys them. Really? Yeah, they just give they like you know where you see nerds ropes all the time at Chuck E. Cheese. That's like one of the oh, places, like one of the prizes. Yeah, it's like one of the prizes. So it was like a market. It turned into a marketing tool for for one. I think they just I think they had a little bit of success with them, and then they just were like had a fucking like I remember the end of uh, uh, um, Indiana Jones where there's yeah. like crates of uh, there's all those crates at the end. Yeah, I think they had like a storehouse full of <laughs> <laughs> Sour Patch Kids are good though. Sour Patch Kids are great. Yeah, isn't it funny how Skittles there's are a, overrated? There's an actual candy called Wonka now. Oh, that mar- that is fa- it was before you know- the movie. Oh, really? Yeah, it was before the movie. I thought it was after. No, it was before the movie. But the movie wasn't based on. I'm it, actually right? looked that up. I'm fairly certain that it was before the movie and it was always just kind of well known to be like a good candy company, like a chocolate company, or talking to the mic to the mic. Or I'm mistaken and they were started after the movie came out. You might be right. I can't remember which one it is. We're both on our phones. I'm looking mm. at pornography. Mm-hmm. Uh did Wonka exist before the movie? Did Wonka exist before the movie oh before the book i'm sorry before the book i started out in the book first so I'm there wrong. was a book yeah roll there- doll oh that's right yep that's right i'm wrong all right i know when i'm wrong all right guys it's been fun i'll see you later you're a fool i'm a fool um i when was the last time you had ice cream dude ice cream is my shit oh but you could have it lactose free uh no when i do ice cream i do ice cream hard <sighs> I do ice cream real hard. I'll get two to to three pints, and I'll go to town. Hell yeah. And I'll do a minimum of pint at a time. Uh, And I don't put it in a bowl because putting ice cream in a bowl is what psychopaths do. I agree. I think it should be right out of the container. That's insane. You're also... uh, It comes in a bowl. It comes in a bowl. It literally comes in a bowl. The same way pizza comes in a plate. Yeah. in In a covered plate. Yeah. Ice cream comes in a bowl. Ice cream comes in a bowl. Yeah. So I'll do uh, only, but but it's also like fancy and expensive ice cream. Which I don't do Ben and Jerry's anymore. Ben and Jerry's is great. Lo- what love are we Ben and Jerry's. About? Love Ben and Jerry's. It's a fantastic product. Great. But marketing. if you go down the street to Salt and Straw and you see a you know blackberry cheesecake jam with virgin apple strawberry rhubarb earthworm dirt salt <laughs> Himalayan salt yeah, this ice cream. Took a turn. This took a turn. You're gonna tell me you're not gonna try that? I would try it. That, I so I go, I go there. I go Ginger's is also down the street. All right. All, and all these places, they make it in-house, and the, they're all, like, super fancy, and they just have different – but they're not, like, fancy. They're not, like, uh, pretentious fancy. They're, like um, – They're, like, foodie fancy. Yes. Yeah. Because it's, like, brown – like, dark caramel brownie fudge. Do you see pig? Or something like that. What's that? Did you see pig? 
Have you seen the movie Pig? I love Nicholas Nicolas Cage. Yeah, did you see? It? I fucking love. I love that movie too. Nicholas Cage. That was a really good movie. That was a whole thing that I did on my Instagram for a while. Oh, you did? I would. Post, I saw you post it. I'd post think about maybe. it like every day for a week and a half. It was a good fucking. It was movie. phenomenal. I'm going through a Nicholas Cage phase right now. Adaptation is one of the best films ever made. Okay, I'll put that on my list. But I just you've watched, never seen Adaptation. Uh, that's the he's a he's an author, right? Oh my god, have you seen Being John Malkovich? Yes. Okay. Yes. So it's about so in real life. They went to the guy who wrote Being John Malkovich, uh, Charlie Kaufman, and mm-hmm. they were like, this movie was great. We need you to make an adaptation of a New York Times bestselling um, novel about orchids. So they gave him this like really hard task about a book. So the book doesn't really have a story in it. It's just yeah. kind of about flowers, right? Yeah, yeah. And he goes crazy trying to make this movie. So instead of making the movie they want, he makes a movie about making the movie. So oh, adaptation God. is about... Charlie Kaufman making the movie that you're watching and it stars Nicolas, <laughs> Nicolas Cage, Cage and he's fucking incredible. Of course he is. He's really good at well, it. He is incredible. He yeah. he gets a lot of shit for making a lot of movies, but if you watch Snake Eyes is bad. I haven't seen Snake Eyes. You haven't seen Snake Eyes? No, because you just said it's bad. Well, that's probably why bad. I haven't watched it. Well, it's bad, but it's like it's it's like Cheetos bad. Have it's you like seen fun. have you seen Mandy? Uh, not yet. It's have on you my seen list. Prisoners of Ghostland? I don't is that a real movie? Like a good Dude? one? These movies that Nicolas Cage Mandy's has chosen good. to do, Mandy's phenomenal. Yeah, I'm dying uh, to see it. It is a crazy dark psychedelic trip. Yeah. Prisoners of Ghostland is also nuts. Um, the next one I want to watch is Willy's Wonderland. Willy's Wonderland? Where Nicolas Cage gets stuck in a uh, indoor like carnival amusement park okay. and all of the animatronic things, all the animatronic animals come to life and try to kill him. And it, it, it the reviews are nutty. Uh, but Nicolas Cage himself, you know, I read Jim Carrey's autobiography. Have you read that yet? His yeah. book. It's one of my favorite books of all time. Really? It's part true, part fantasy. It's like a, the psychedelic aspect of it is pretty crazy. But he talks about how he's best friends with Nicolas Cage, which I never knew. What a what a hang. But it totally makes sense. What a hang. Yeah. Can you imagine hanging out with Nicolas Cage and Jim Carrey? I mean, I mean like going to dinner with them. That's pretty. That's pretty. Like uh, we're assuming they're gonna ask, act like the mask and uh, like. Nicholas. How do you, dude? Together, I bet they do. I think you know they're together. About their stocks and their no, nah, no. I think and, they're talking about what it's like to uh, astral project with the <laughs> ghost of Gandhi for fourteen hours. <laughs> Where do you think they're going out to dinner? You think they're going out to some fancy, or you think they're going to Carl's Jr.? I think they're going to a secret yurt. Uh, <laughs> Like up in northern Malibu that feeds them, you know, some type of live monkey eyes that have been blessed by a shaman in Peru. That is so funny. Yeah, dude. Those guys get it. They're best friends. That's that's what I read. Yeah. What does he tell? What is, does he give any inside scoop on the mind of Nicolas Cage? Yeah, but in a way, you got to read the book. All right. Are you a reader? I'm a huge. reader. Do you reader. know how to read? I know. That's, I should <laughs> ask you that because your people historically don't. Okay, we do. So- <laughs> Asshole. Uh, we do. We invented it. Um, you guys did invent everything. No, we, th- we think we invented it. Who invented math? It's kind of between the Greeks and the Persians to say we invented And the Arabs, too. And people from Africa. But what, would Arab- I think anybody from that kind of area of the world that's kind Wouldn't, of... Doesn't Arab cover a, a large sect of people? Uh, yeah, but I'm Persian. I'm not Arab. 
And can you tell me the difference? I'm so sorry, uh, but, it's, it's, but I'm it's trying like to learn. Geographical, like I was born in Iran, but then Iran. So also, some countries are considered Arab. Some countries are yeah. considered Persian. But back in the day, Persia was like a huge like area in the Middle East because they ruled like a big portion of it. And then there, I think after World War One, their borders got broken up, mm. like a lot of other countries. Yeah. And I think now the border actually represents people who are Persian. Persians speak a different language. We eat different kinds of food. Like our food is. Uh, Closer to Greek food than Arab food. Like our Persian, oh, okay. Persian food is like an amalgamation of Arabic food and Greek food to me. Is that I love Greek food and I love Persian, or I love Greek food and I love Arab food, but fucking Persian foods where it's at, man. It's is so it? What, so what 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 are the main types of foods within um, that cuisine? You know, we do we kind of like we do a lot of kebabs and rice and and uh, like a lot of like stews and mm-hmm. you know, a lot of a good decent amount of seafood. Yeah, because you're closer to Greece. We're all closer to Greece, and then where the yeah. part of Iran I'm from, it's uh, very tart flavors, which are tart and bitter. Which really, I fuck, which is crazy because I don't like licorice, but I love tart. Like a, I could eat a whole lemon. I oh wow! I'll get real high and eat a whole lemon. With, That's like salty crazy. crackers, and it's like one what? Of my, yeah, it's real bad for your teeth and your whole entire. But it's probably good for your body. You know, because lemons are alkaline; they alkalize your system. Yeah, but it burns going down, and, sure. and you know, it's probably not good for acid reflux. Ah, uh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Why don't you just put, squeeze a lemon into water and have some lemon juice water? Yeah, but I like the pulp. Oh, God, you're psycho. I love the pulp of a lemon. Well, like, if you, I get a drink and it comes with a, a slice of lemon, I'll eat the lemon. You should put it, you should blend it into a juice. That's right. That could be your new breakfast. Okay. You put a bunch of, that's actually, I used to do that for a while. I don't live my life like that where I can get up and make, like, get up at six and make a juice. No, no, no. Fu- get it up at six. You're Jesus get, Christ. Shut up, right? You're getting up at six. I don't get up at squeezing six. Squeezing beets <laughs> into a cup. You're doing four hours of fucking. No, you know what I used to do though? And I did this literally because I read that Beyonce did it is I would wake up and the first thing I would put in my body is a full glass of water with cayenne pepper. Oh, I've heard and that lemon too. Actually, juice. I was I was ready to dunk on you, but that's actually fair. I yeah. I chugged that as, yeah. literally as soon as I woke up. That's and I, very and good. And it right. curbed my hunger for three hours. Oh, really? I didn't know that was the effect. I heard mm-hmm. it. I'm a I'm a bad morning. Oh wait, what can I what can I talk about? I'm a bad morning pooper. Yeah, I take real. Uh, you know what? Somebody, like you take a bad poop in the morning. You I use the term bad poop like an uncomfortable poop. Well, then you got to do this I lemon gotta water. I got to do thing. this lemon water. You got to do the Beyonce you, water. You heard this term that all the like the kids, all the like those super woke kids are using called trauma dumping. What is that? Trauma dumping is when, and I actually like this one. I got to tell you, I like. Usually, I hear it, the, the kind of this new age yeah, yeah. words, and I'm yeah. usually like, shut up. But this one, I these like. woke terms. These woke terms, but this one, I kind of like. Okay, what is trauma? dumping? Trauma dumping is when you're talking to someone and you're having a very casual conversation, or maybe they text you out of the blue. And then they just dump all this trauma on you, like all this like, oh, wow. like that you weren't ready for and you don't want to talk to them about. And you're yeah. like, hey, this isn't the kind of conversation I wanted to have. Like, I actually I like that one because people do that all the time. You'll be like, hey, man, how's your how's it going? You say that conversationally and then they just like, yeah, well, I talked to my stepmother and me and her don't really get along. And you're like, I don't know you. I don't right, know. This right, right, you're right, just right. Like, you're just saying you're not even talking to me. You're talking at me. Yeah. My goal. My only purpose in this conversation is to like rebound. And, yeah. Yeah. And say, oh, I'm that's so a sorry. bummer. Yeah. Right. I've had that done. Be- to it's me terrible. Before. I hate it. I didn't know the phrase though. But I heard trauma yeah. dumping and I was like, I take one of those every morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> trauma dump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every morning, right? Yeah. It was tough. I gotta get a squatty potty or something. You should get a squatty potty. I don't like no, no, no I don't like it. I don't like what? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like, have one, but I've used it. I don't like bathroom accessories. I'm gonna <laughs> it's gonna I got I'm gonna clean what about it. A plunger. You don't need to clean it. You just gotta put your feet it on it. It touches the toilet. I don't know. I'm a very clean dude. But yeah. you have a squatty potty? No. What? I don't have one. 
I'll just stack up because I poop. I got good poops. My you poops are good. You stand up and poop like an ostrich. But I also, I, 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 you know, I poop well. Well, yeah, but you're you're not but eating I don't dairy, eat, and you're eating yeah. I don't eat a lot of bread. Every, you don't eat a lot of bread. I don't eat a lot of bread. No, just the pasta. This is a donut do. town, dude. I know. Did you? know and New York is a crepe town. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just learned that. Who told? Whoever told you that? I think is is true. Kind of full of shit. No, you nowhere's walk around, a crepe town. You walk around New York, there everywhere. There's a bunch of crepe spots. I do remember that from being in New York. Unfortunately, everywhere. just I like do, there's a bunch yeah. of donut spots here. New York is like crepe, 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 crepe. So a bunch weird. of crepes everywhere. It's, Chicago's a Polish a sausages. Well, Chicago is just meat. Yeah, how you probably Chicago's just like here's meat. You're Eat a big meat. fan of Pequods. Pequods. Let's get you. Let's get you endorsed. Oh, I would love that. Let's tag the guys. Well, that's the thing. When I so when I go on the road, I eat whatever is delicious and local. Okay. I, have a, I, I actually yeah. have a whole list that I've been building per city. What's on your Chicago list? Uh, Pequ- Other Pequods. than Pequods. Pequods. Uh, Pequods. I know. I always say it wrong. It's so it's embarrassing. Correct. It's not. It's funny. It's cute. Um, uh, what else is on my Chicago list? I'm just. Curious. I don't think Chicago has been built yet. Okay. But the last I mean, time I was there, there's a steak. There's a steakhouse that's well, like super expensive that I want to try. Bavets. I don't. I don't remember the name. That's the one you got to go to. Is Bavets. Okay, and then there's something. Uh, what's that main strip that people shop on? Michigan Avenue. Yeah, there's something on there that I saw last. Time. I haven't written it down yet, but there's something on there. That's don't like go anywhere fancy. on Michigan Avenue. Um, but then I, I on my list, I have Dallas. I have Dallas. Dallas yeah, probably yeah. not barbecue. Dallas, no, here's what Dallas was. There's a place in Austin, dude. Oh, my God. I think that you would hate Austin. Uh, big fan of Austin. Dallas Emporium Pies. Okay. It's a, a pie place. The Pecan Lodge. Wait, pie, not pizzas? I love pies. Pies are the Pies are delicious. Yeah, pies are the best. Dude, I, I don't like cake. You don't like cake? I don't like cake. <laughs> this whole episode is about food. That's fine. <laughs> I'm so hungry. You don't like cake? No, it's too cakey. If I want to eat what a sponge, yeah, if I want to eat a sponge, what are you I'll go to the dollar about? store. It, I'll buy a sponge. I don't want to eat a cake. But also, you're telling me to eat air. It's fifty percent air. Cupcake. Fuck a muffin. You fuck, muffin what do you mean? Kiss fuck my a fucking muffin. ass, what do you mean dude. Fuck a muffin. The only good part of a muffin is the is the head of the if muffin. If you bake it, stupid. Sure. If it's well baked, no. the the stump nope. of the muffin can nope. be very. No, the stump of the muffin is like the dirt of a potted no, plant. No, the top of the muffin is is the is the accoutrement, and the I stump will is the... die over this. <laughs> You're I wrong. will die over this. The top of the muffin is crusty and caramelized and delicious. The stump of a muffin tastes like if I ate your beard. <laughs> the shit is so <laughs> gross. It's if pointless. Your beard. It's like, oh, let's let's make a cookie and put it on top of a chunk of styrofoam. That's what a muffin is. You understand that the stump of the muffin is made with the same ingredients that are in the top of the muffin. Yeah, it just but gets it's a little more. It just gets a little more heat. Exactly. So that's I think all muffins should just be the tip. We've got to make a muffin tray that's just like an inch tall so that it cooks they only this, the top of the muffin. They did this on Seinfeld. I, I can't. They, <laughs> I can't. They already did this on Seinfeld. There was a whole episode. Did on they? Seinfeld. Yeah. Elaine comes up with an idea, top of the mor- top of the muffin to you, and then she can't. That's fi- hilarious. It's hilarious. But in the show, she just bakes muffins and then rips the top off, but then she can't figure out what to do with the bottom half of the muffin. You throw it away because well, it's trash. It's oh. trash. That's actually the – have you seen the episode? Because she donates it, and then they give them back to her, and they're like, homeless people don't want these – Bottom. That's it's really, really funny. funny. That's super funny. funny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I grew up loving scones. Actually, oh my fucking god. Yeah, I would always eat scones. What kind of rich yeah. hippie parents did you have? 
No, they were like coffee shop scones. <laughs> Isn't anything crazy? Tell me about. All right, let's go. Let's pivot from no food, food from food no. to comedy. You, uh, you're in LA now. Welcome. Thank you. But it's temporary. It's temporary in the sense that I can't wait to go back home. <laughs> what a, What do you like more about Chicago than I don't LA? need a car in Chicago. I don't need a car. Correct. I can st- I I uh I can drink. Chicago is a drinking drink city. Town. Even though I'm not a big drinker, yeah. but I like bars. Yeah, LA is not a bar. There's a few I like. There's a, yeah. I like Jumbo's Clown Room a lot. I go there. Oh, sure. I go Fuck there all yeah. the okay. time. That's cool. like my favorite place. Uh, I like Frolic Room, but that's like on the strip. But Bukowski used to go there. That's why I like that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, now this is, you know, the weed here is really good. I like that. Yep. Yep. Uh, the mountains are nice. I like the mountains. Yep. It's really just the nature the, is better here. The nature. Well, the you beach. Know. You got the beach. You're the right beach. near the mountains. We have a beach in Chicago. Within two hours, you could be at a lake, a desert, a beach, a mountain, and a forest. Fair enough. We can do forest and beach in Chicago. Yeah. But it's also a lake beach. But it's a lake beach. Yeah. It's different. It's, I mean, it's dead it's bodies wash It's up. a toilet. It's essentially a toilet. It's a toilet. Right. <laughs> so so uh, wh- why are you here? Why are you? What are you I doing here? I don't know. They, they tell you to come here and do shows. And Oh, you know. okay. You're on a show trip. Yeah. And I'm going to, you know. And you're doing my show, I'm October doing your 6th. Show, October 6th. And then when are you and going back? I'm opening for you at the Ir- Irvine Improv. That's right. right. Oh, so you're here for a while. I've never done the Irvine Improv. It's massive. I heard. October 28th, Irvine, California. I'm very excited. Um, that'll be super fun. October 6th. Where's your show October 6th? Santa Barbara. Tell it to the audience because I clearly know. EOS. How, EOS how, Lounge, how, Santa how Barbara. How far is Santa Monica? Santa Barbara? Or Santa, Santa, Bar- Santa, Santa Barbara is about an hour and a half. Okay. Can yeah. I ride with you? Yeah. How yeah. I drive up, drive up and back. But we're going early. I got to go early. I'll go early. I don't give okay, a shit. Okay, cool. I'll give a yeah. fuck. We're going to leave around 4. Yeah. I'll cool. Um, and then when do you go back to Chi-Town? I think I'm going to buy a ticket today for November 1st. And are you going to come back? Do you see yourself living here? Yeah, I, I, yeah I'm going to come back. I'm going to come back 2020. What you want, 2022. What you enjoy is, is kind of L.A. Uh, Culture. Old Culture. movie. Like, co- I'm a big movie. Yeah, boss. you like writing. You want to yeah. be part of bigger projects, right? Yeah. Um, as opposed to somebody who just wants to do stand-up and tour, which you can technically do from anywhere. Now. I thought you were about to ask me what I like about LA, and I was going to say I like all the movie, called, like all the old history of. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. when it comes to that, then yes. I Have do. you been to any of the cool theaters out here? No, I'm going to go. I'm planning on going. I want to go see Dune really bad. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, you yeah. should go to Vista. Yeah. Uh, out in uh, um, Los Feliz. Yeah. You got to go to the Vista Theater. Is that the, the Lamel Lamel Theater? Is okay. really cool. Lamel, San, I've heard that one's on my list. Santa Monica. On my list. Yep. Yeah. Um, but no, I want to write. Yeah, I like to write. I yeah. like stand up. I like doing stand up. Yeah, this is a tough town to do stand up in. Crowds are tough. It's the worst place to do stand up. I I would say. I would say L A is the worst. Okay, we can say um, that in this podcast. Absolutely. Sweet. Oh, I I the crowds are tough. It's tough. Ta- I, I like genuinely talking. don't enjoy performing in L A when compared to performing literally anywhere else. Yeah, it's tough. Um, it's tough, but it's it's like. It's tough. Uh, it's a, it's a, like a couple different places have a different kind of tough. I think like a, the comedy store is tough because it's it just historically been like a tough place to work at the in the original room at the store. That I did not know. You got to be really really fucking funny. Really? Yeah, because everybody's in there. There's hot. energy. It is red hot, but you got to be red hot. And if you're not, they will know. It's kind of like the cellar. I hear the cellar's like that too. Yeah, but I would say the I've comedy store the is tough because the people who go there are massive comedy fans and yeah. know what they want to laugh at and know what's funny. And so it's like it's like a good kind of tough. And then I've been doing a couple of indie shows that are tough because people are woke and dumb as fuck. 
and I don't enjoy those. That's what I'm talking about when I say I don't like performing in LA as much. Is I'll start doing material that's like topical. Everybody's wearing a mask first off, and I fucking hate that. I I, I can't stand an audience that's wearing a mask yeah. because there's just no connectivity. There's no way for me to see. I agree. If I did a co- I did a college a couple of months ago, like a, a month it's ago. It's awful. It was awful. They were all wearing masks, and I th- I thought I was bombing up there. And I was yeah. I was sweating, and I got off, and I talked to the like the, the dude who set it up, and I was like, I'm sorry. I was like, I've never bombed this hard before to college. And he was like, You did great. Oh my god. And I was like, Oh, I couldn't hear anything. That's, That's right. Crazy. I couldn't hear or see anything. And you can't see smiles. Yeah, I couldn't. And at colleges, a lot of the times, the kids are just smiling and chuckling, and that's. That's I would have done more laugh. material. I would have done like an, another 10 minutes if I right. thought I was doing well. But I pulled the cord because I was like, oh, they wow. hate me. And then yeah. I got off. He was like, no, you're wonderful. I did know? South Dakota. I did a show at Were they a university masks? in South Dakota. No, they weren't. South Dakota does not give a fuck. South Dakota apparently does not. Give, was it South Dakota? Yeah, it was. Indoors South, it was South Dakota State. It was indoors. And then no masks. No so, masks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was happy. I only got to do like a few of those before they went back to masks. Yeah. But LA, that's what LA is like right now. It's, Even the outdoor shows, they'll wear masks. Huh? I know. It's a culture wow. thing in LA now. And it's really weird, man. It's Chicago's really very weird. like, we can't wait to take it off. We'll take it off as soon as you That's what New York was like. New York was yeah. like, you know, fuck you. I'm going to do this. I'm going to wear a mask or I'm not going to wear a mask, but also fuck you. Yeah. But most people, everywhere I, I did shows in New York, no one was wearing a mask. I kind of, um, I can do both. I can usually do the clubs and the woke rooms because I'm, I'm Middle Eastern. I get away with whatever. That's cool. Yeah. I, it's, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it yeah. Sucks. That's a good card it to pull. Sucks. But it, I, I, the woke, the woke spots i've only done a couple and i think it's just because the my material right now is uh, a lot of it is very topical and like yeah covid related or like political related and i don't i hate everybody in politics you're a bit of a libertarian i don't know i don't know you're a libertarian i don't even know the fucking definition of libertarian i'm an independent can i say that well yeah you can uh, big government or little government? You can say libertarian. little government. I think I think it's I think uh, I don't think you're independent because I think you're too smart for that. What does that mean? Um, I don't. I don't think you're undecided. I think you have decided. Oh no, but I, I would argue that being an independent means you decide based on the time. And oh, the issue, fair enough. Then in right? that case, then yeah, you then okay. Because I, 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 I like I, I don't know saying, who I'm going to vote for in 2024. Gotcha. You don't do down party ballot. You're not like absolutely Bob not. Okay. No, no way. I wrote myself in on in 2020. Uh, big government or little government? Little. Do you, you think the government should be little? You're a libertarian. Yeah. 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 Big government. The I'm fuck? I'm all about big government. How uh, and in what in what regard? I think people are too stupid to govern themselves, and we need to have regulations. And but we need but, to regulate everything. Everything needs to be legal and regulated. I think everything needs to be. Oh wait, hang on a second. Okay, then uh, now see, I'm learning still. Yeah. These these. But that's concepts. not libertarian because libertarians say everything needs to be legal, but nothing needs to be regulated. See, I don't agree with that. I think all drugs. Well, not here, everything. Can needs we to be do a, a, a example piece by example? By piece, type kind thing. of independent. Yeah. So because that's how my brain works best. Yeah. I, I'm so bad drugs. with with general broad brushstroke type yeah. things when you talk about drugs yeah i think drugs should be legalized cocaine 100%. should be legal 100 heroin should be legal 100 uh everything should be everything legal. should be legal it should be properly produced absolutely tested yeah um and regulated. That'll, that'll destroy the cartels it'll destroy the cartels it'll yeah. save it'll literally yeah. save lives uh, the HIV did, did you hear about down, the the comedian who died in LA a that couple a of days ago yeah I heard about it a few I didn't days ago. I don't know him but I knew I've, I've met one of the other ones that was involved so I don't have any direct connections with them yeah. but there were a couple of people at a party in LA there were comedians that did cocaine it was cut with fentanyl fentanyl one died a couple others ended up in comas that 
doesn't happen yeah. when you get your cocaine from a Walgreens. Right. <laughs> or a dispensary even, yeah. you know. Cocaine dispensary. Yeah, dude. And what a you good can name o- for a band. There's something do you, uh, Dr. Carl Hart, do you know who that is? Mm-mm. He he's at uh one of these awesome universities, I forget which, but he's a professor and he uses drugs in his everyday life. He'll snort heroin in the morning like little tiny amounts throughout the day or like whenever he wants he self-medicates with these very illegal quote drugs. But he does it in a conscious way with intention behind it. And he does it with the purest form Fascinating. I didn't know of about the drug. Guy. Yeah. And it's, he's a he's got a PhD. He's at um God, one of these high status universities, I can't think of it, like Columbia sure. or something like that. And uh and he's spoken about what the the stigma around drugs is and why they're stigmatized as like uh, people have an addiction, but it's not really an addiction. It's a mental health issue yeah. that's, that's transforming all, that's itself that into an addiction. Bull, that's all that Reagan-Nixon bullshit, you know? Right, when they were trying to make us all think that, oh, drug addicts are the you know foundational cause of yeah. bad things in our society. And that's just not it. It's people with mental health problems that are using drugs in a way that they have not been taught agree. about. And so, but anyways, he's talked about this. Somebody else has talked about if you, there's a way to, I'm going to fucking butcher this theory, yeah. but it'll come across. There's a way to properly produce a substance like cocaine and incorporate a chemical compound into the mixture that can prevent you from mm-hmm. overdosing. Oh, so that your body, so that once you do so much of the cocaine, this chemical compound has also gone into your system and it actually prevents your body from fucking whatever, digesting more cocaine so once waste. you've hit You're a just certain wasting amount. Cocaine. Yeah. And you either pass out or like you just, your body just like throws it up or like you just, like you don't die. You don't go into a coma. You don't have a seizure. And I, I know I butchered that and there's probably scientists and doctors out there that can, that know what I'm talking about. Um, but something like that makes me want a thing like drugs to be legal and yeah. regulated. Yeah. Right. So if that, but then it goes piece by piece because other things I think. I think libertarians would say that they would want it legal and regulated, but not by the government. It should be small businesses or not small, but like corporations and shit. And like, they don't want the government involved in any of that shit. Where okay. me, I think the last thing we need to do is give control of any of that shit to the government. Talk a little closer to that. I think the last thing we need to do is give control of that shit to businesses because you can't trust businesses. Oh, absolutely not. But can you trust government? I think you can trust the government more if we just if we. You think you trust the government more than you trust if businesses? We, if we. But the thing is, as soon as something t- like that happens, well, it think, goes to like Pfizer and it goes to all these enough. massive but you big think pharma in this, companies. In this perfect world where we've legalized cocaine. We have elected officials to who are like minded and have legalized it. So maybe by then, maybe by then they're trustworthy. Are trustworthy? That's that's I think okay. the kind of the disconnect is that like all of this kind of perfect world shit of like prostitution's legal, drugs are legal. It comes with the politicians who are po- like minded. I mean, this is like a hundred years right. away. And then, yeah. but that come that perfect world coming with those politicians that are like minded will also necessitate a certain level of trust for those politicians yeah, that we just do not have. We don't right have now. that right now because of all these, like, uh, you know, I think that kind of the, again, this is not regulated enough because like campaign finance isn't very regulated. Like there's like still a lot of shady shit that goes on with super PACs. Yeah. Yeah. Like we got to yeah. get do away with all those. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Maybe, I'm, what, a fa- maybe what, I'm just a fascist. Who knows? What, <laughs> what else would you define as a, a positive outcome of a big government? type system mm, I think outside of that, I, that I'd have to think about it for a second because outside of regulating the things that are like they fight every day well they could also like um, like uh, oh I might the mic I'm so far away I'm breathing heavy uh, 
Well, what's the one that uh, some of the kids are talking about that I like? Um, um, uh, universal income. That's like a good idea. That's like some universal st- basic income. Yeah, that's like some Star Trek shit. That I've I'm heard like, yeah, pros and cons to that. You know, I don't. It makes sense. To I me. do not buy into the thought that universal basic income will make people lazy. I don't think I it do will not, either. I, think I do idiot. not buy I think into that. Holy, I think idiotic. that's stupid. As you give hell. people enough money to survive, and then you let them make anything else. You don't lose the American. They dream. still work. You, like, you know, yeah. we still have janitors. We still have yeah. people picking strawberries. You know right. what I mean? We still none of that is going to change. I completely agree. We will always have a system for ju- no. Nobody's just going to start making money and then blow it. I just, there will be people like that, but they're yeah. not going to be able to survive. They're, then they already do that. Yeah. They already will commit a crime and then go blow that money at a strip club or, or work a night shift and then go yeah. blow that money on drugs. Um, the, I, don't, I don't buy into that. Um, and then probably but like housing. Not, housing is probably the other one they could do really easily. Housing, yeah. Yeah. Because there's it, enough space. I mean, I've read all the, you know, this is the, the Catholic in me talking, but there's enough real estate in this country to presumably house every person, you know? Mm-hmm. And the only reason we're not doing it is just because like we don't, but I think if you elected the right people down the line, you could just be like, let's just house everybody. You know, let's just I mean, literally that'd be nice. They did that shit in San Francisco's um, building little port- portable home type things. They did that shit in Idaho. They did that shit in a very conservative part of Idaho and it worked. And they didn't. They, they brought. Didn't, what do they do? Bring homeless off the streets, put them in yeah, houses. Yeah, put them in houses, and they uh, didn't. It wasn't a political decision. It was just an experiment. It was like let's just try this shit and see if it works, and it worked. And I read the article on it. Like I think won a couple awards, but it's a fucking bummer of an article because they moved this lady in. Mm-hmm. It's homeless lady. She's been ho- homeless for like a decade or something, and she wouldn't sleep in the bed. She yeah. Sleep on the, she was, so the first night they brought her into this home, and they were like, "It's yours." They, she would sleep in like the living room. See, but and the then homeless she slowly moved upstairs. She would sleep in the little hallway. By little. Yeah, that makes little. sense. And then when she finally got in the bedroom, she would sleep like under on the, the bed or, or sure. By, and they asked her, they're like, "Why don't?" You? And then she was like, "I don't want to get used to it because I don't want it taken away from me." That's how the oh, article. That's how the article ends. And you're God, like, "Oh, Jesus, Jesus Christ. fucking Christ!" But the Whoa. but the good news is the program worked. It lost its funding organic. I think there's just the, the funding yeah. dried up, and I believe everybody got kicked out of the houses. No, no, no. I believe um, like it, like like independent people came in and funded it. I think it made it, the thing happened where the government was like, "Oh, we can't fund this." That made the press, mm-hmm. and then people stepped in and were like, "Well, we'll the, fund it." That issue with housing people and the homeless issue is is wildly complex because there's so many that we know what we're talking about. absolutely yeah. not but i'm sure that is one way like getting how providing housing to the people who yeah. would take it but if you do like a cross-section analysis of the homeless people out there a lot of them are choosing that they would leave the house immediately just to go live on the road they don't think, they that, want to live outside some I, are mentally ill and i think just most help. are i think most are mentally because i think a lot of that comes from when we shut all the um crazy houses down like that's what we learned in school, anyways. That's what they told uh, us in college. Really? Yeah. Like, um, I had a class. I don't know. I'm I'm old, thirty two now. I don't remember half the shit I learned in college. Uh-huh. But if I remember correctly, there was there was like one of the. I think again, don't mean to fucking dunk on Reagan, but fairly certain it was Reagan, um, who was just cutting, trimming fat, quote unquote, from really budgets, and then he hit like like long-term housing for people who were like mentally ill mm. and he just fucking slashed the budgets and a lot of places closed. Yeah. And uh, like a lot of those people are like veterans and shit too. Well, that's the next thing I was going to say is like veterans the are, VA needs to step up, but like the VA is in, so busted. I had so many college friends who were, um, it's so veterans and they always talked about it. They were, 
It's crazy. Veterans are like the most overlooked and underappreciated portion of people Man, in America. I, have you seen They Shall Not Grow Old? No. The World War One documentary that Mm-mm. Peter Jackson made? Mm-mm. Man, there's a whole... Is it, is it made out of all the clips? Yeah. No, but I heard about it's it. It's incredible. Really? It's beautiful. What's and it called? I'm going to write it down they right shall now. Not, they shall never grow old or they shall not grow old. But okay. there's, a mo- there's a part of it where it talks about how... When the World War One ended, the soldiers there's like it's like interviews with them, right? Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Oh, I'm gonna go back and be treated like a hero." And they go back, and it's a fucking nightmare. Yeah, like they are shell shocked. Like they don't have like any medical like experience to deal with the shit they're going through. They don't know what PTSD is. And these dudes, I mean, World War One was like as bad as it got. Yeah, that was some horrific shit. Yeah, and these guys are like legitimately shell shocked. Like they're like fighting people in the street because they're like think like shit's people wouldn't. People would sign like hang signs up in their businesses that were like no veterans. Yeah, dude. Because there was that's so crazy. Yeah, it would suck. It kind of still. And the government was like, "Sorry, we're not going to do. We don't have the money because we just fought a war. We're not going to do anything to help." Yeah, and they don't have any type of uh, from what I and I am not an expert on this stuff, so I'm just speaking off headlines and anecdotes that I hear from other people. But it's still to the point where there isn't a structure in place that supports people coming back. No. From Afghanistan, even. No. Like, just in the past couple of months. these We've been out there for decades, right? Yeah. And now we're all of a sudden pulling everybody out, and there's people that... Was, uh, did you watch... Oh, there's a... Um, fuck. That movie that just came out that's also... Uh, oh, what's it called? It's a it's a documentary about these guys in the worst part of Afghanistan. Oh, no. I love, I love documentaries. Though. Oh, cool. Okay, let me look this up real quick. Um, I'm going to type it in Afghanistan documentary... War 2021. Um, it's it's called Aleppo. No, not Aleppo. Constepo. Con, con fuck, fuck. What is it? Uh, Afghanistan documentary. I'm trying to think. If Netflix. It's on Netflix. Restrepo. Oh, Restrepo's uh, been around for a little bit. Has it? Yeah, Restrepo's bit. I re, I haven't seen it yet. Oh yeah, it it's, has. Twenty ten. Yeah, it's been on my list for a while. Okay, so I just watched it. I thought it was brand new. No, it's so it's, it's been around since twenty ten. Around since twenty ten, it won all the awards and shit. I just yeah. haven't seen it yet. I heard it's heavy. That's like very. Kind of, yeah, it's one of the reasons I've been putting it off. Very heavy. I'm sure it is. Yeah, but in a good way, you know. It's, yeah. I didn't know what was going on out there, dude. It's bananas. Crazy. Ah, these guys. It's crazy. Could you join? Could you? I, uh, dude, I am such a bitch. Yeah. Have you ever shot a gun? No, but I I really would like to, and I got an invite to a place out here, so right, I'm gonna go, take dude. them up on I it. I love yeah. guns. Do you really? Uh, I think they're so cool. Do you own one? No, I'd like to own one. I I would own one when I have a house. I don't think I'd need one. That's here. another kind of like a regular gun regulation because I'll talk to gun nuts and they'll think I'm on their side, and I'll be like, well, like, because I think we need to do what Australia did and no handguns. It's just why long, it's just because they cut down on shootings and shit because they only have long they only have long arms they, they you're only allowed like hunting or rifle like shotguns or rifles but which aren't a, man killers like if you think about that logical scenario you're trying to shoot a place up you walk in with a shotgun mm-hmm. you're gonna get one you're gonna get one thing mm-hmm. you're gonna get one round off before people panic and run away and if there's someone on so if there's someone with a pistol there like now, a police officer yes, you're gonna get taken down true so, and that's a decent argument yeah. but then you have to compare the culture of America to the culture of Australia. And the history of how this country was founded, because there are so See, many they, they lose, guns here. They, there are a lot of guns here, but you can you can get rid of them. No, you can't. Yeah, you can't. Not a chance. Yeah, yeah, Not can. a chance in you hell. You think these pussy ass militias are gonna fucking put up with if the? That's I love this part where like. 
People are like, if the government wants my AR, they're going to have to come take it. Like, they will. Like, that's the point of regulating things. And But the point of having the ARs to protect from those, the government that, doing that. Yeah, th- those hillbillies think they're going to fucking... <laughs> those it. hillbillies... It cracks me up when they think they're going to, like... They're going to come take... Yeah, they are. They're going to fucking send a drone. <laughs> You're going to get drop. hate for this part. Uh, you think I am? <laughs> Absolutely. Really? Oh, yeah, dude. Uh, I mean... If, but if, but, uh, if you're, but argue your guns. point. Argue your point. So, so if... Like, but like, like we shouldn't have ARs. Like, I'm all for guns, but we don't. Those don't need to be accessible to the public. Okay, right? I, those are man now, killers. I would argue that the ARs have a very specific function, right? And a lot of people think that function is twofold. If, function A. If you hit me with for an home AR, defense. I'm, no, 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 no. That's not what I'm gonna hit yeah. you. With. Function A is uh, for um, what is it like feral pests? Okay. In certain states, I didn't know that. which is legit. Texas is being overrun with wild Feral boars. And shit. Uh, okay. There's like parts of the East Coast that are covered in all these deer that are repopulating at crazy rates and fucking up the environment. Yeah. It's really, really bad. And the boar, you actually have to take out with a high-powered assault rifle because of their skin is so tough that you really got to fucking you, you need, kill them. Oh, okay, fair now, enough. Here's the thing. But now, you, need a semi-auto, you need a semi-auto. Not, you don't need a fully... I, then, like, I don't know the specifics. I don't know, I don't know that like, world. Maybe it's easier with, with the former rather than the latter. No, Maybe that's it's the easier. issue is these, is these crazies are buying guns that are like several rounds a second, like, sh- like crazy shit. Because there's all these like loopholes that gun manufacturers yes. can get around. Yes. And if we just like, I don't know. Maybe and I now don't. here's here's phase two, right? Phase one is like the legit feral infestation problem sure. of animals, uh, to which the gun might be the best, easiest, fastest, cheapest option. Sure. Number two, you ready for this? Yeah, I'm ready for it. It's freedom, baby. Number two is freedom. Number yeah. two is America. Yeah. Number two is America, good old-fashioned American freedom. Mm. Number two is you literally can... the principle that the country was founded on. And it's it's you, people can hate it all they want. And I think... It is still freedom. An, people, I, people now, my, my absolute opinion is. is that you just don't... ARs are stupid and you don't need one. But I don't think they should be illegal or taken. I just mm. think they're dumb as fuck to own. But the, the freedom argument... And just the the freedom to own one for fun, to go out back in the woods yeah. in Louisiana and shoot a tree yeah. just for fun. Sure. And shoot like target practice just for fun. The way I go play basketball just for fun. Yeah. Like there's a there's a joy that comes from a hobby like that. And it and it, it doesn't get much more American than that argument. Um, People so what, misunderstand what freedom is. And I don't like it about Americans. You guys don't get what freedom is. And it's frustrating to me. Because freedom isn't you can do whatever you want. Uh-huh. I think American freedom is you can you can you have your voice represented. So if enough people get together and they decide that certain firearms are unnecessary and cause more harm than good. Mm-hmm. And until we get the mental health crisis in this country figured out would never will we never will that's you know that's pessimistic Ever. i don't think that's necessarily I, I don't true. well i i or until we can figure out a way to allow guns to stay out of the hands of people like that maybe there needs to be some litigation as far as like the nra or like there needs to be some supreme court battles over like what certain states are doing but i don't think freedom is that you can do literally whatever you want consequence free i think freedom is uh-huh. you get enough people together you make some changes and then those changes are implemented and then if the people who don't like it are mad, they can change it on the next election cycle. Well, right. That, that is that, exactly what it is. That's my definition yeah. of freedom. So, and, so what you're saying is you would that's how you would vote 
Absolutely. In that pro- but it shouldn't that be. Happens. But it shouldn't be just up to the government to just do make that happen. Like you, it, no. Like, we gotta. No, that's fascism. But I yeah. think if enough people were like, like I don't know, like when people like, I don't know, like man, you know what separated it from like conversation to like, yeah, let's do something about this is Sandy Hook. Yeah. Because that shit was fucked up. Yeah. And what sprung from it was really gross because then people were like, oh, this didn't happen. This is a government conspiracy, mm-hmm. which was like the grossest like, yeah, opinion. Yeah, it's so weird. I hated that. So which weird. is also the reason I don't get Joe Rogan because he put that dude on a show and was like, he's my friend. And I was like, how can you buddy up next to a dude who like your like eight-year-old kid just got shot? Did you listen to the most recent one with uh, Alex Jones? After, after he, he had... He fact-checked him every two minutes. Still. You can't... It doesn't matter. Yeah. I don't I don't know. What, like, did he punk him out or did he just fact-check him? Like, no, he fact-checked. He, he had he, his boy... He was like, hang on a second. Pause there, Alex. You're ranting. Now, I'm going to go back 10 seconds and Jamie, check this. And what you just said was... Da-da-da-da. Okay, Jamie, but check But Alex that. Jones isn't... He's a meme. That's I'm not, and I'll, also, I'm not defending I know, Rogan. Yeah, I, know, I, yeah. I can give a fuck less. I know fuck you less. don't like him. We agree on that. Well, yeah. I, do, I do like him. Oh, I didn't know I do that. like I him. Yeah, like yeah. Him. I know a lot, a lot of people think I hate Rogan for the impressions I do. I do genu- genuinely... I don't dislike the guy, but when he had Alex Jones on his show, it was like, that's crossing the line, man. That's fair. Uh, I mean, uh, sure. Literally anybody else, you can have any other right wing nut job you want on your show. But I was like, that one, like, I don't know, man, because he like, they, they, those parents like took his ass to court and were like, you fucked up my life. Yeah. And he lost. And then in the court case, he had to be like, oh, this was an act. Like he, he fucking snitched on himself and no one cared, which pissed me off so much because in the court documents, he was like, oh, this is all an act. I don't actually believe this. Let me have custody of my kids. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, nah, the evidence is kind of pointing that you're a nut job. And he yeah. lost custody of his kids and he went nuts. But oh, he still fucking stitched on himself. Okay, back to the guns. Like, well, I, uh, like, if you show me, like, that was kind of the turning point for me where I was like, let's make sure that doesn't happen again. Yeah. Like, that, like, clearly they're going, the wrong people are getting a hold of them until we can get this shit figured out. Take them all? I mean, not all, but, like, I don't, I heard. The, I just, I I'm think basing this off. Criminal, just, criminal's going to criminal. Criminals are going to criminal. Criminals are going to find Fair a way enough. to criminal. Yeah, you're right. Uh, if I want a gun, I, I could literally go get a gun within two hours. Uh, like a, w- without the number, serial number on it. I could find that. It, in a, the, the culture of guns I'm, and crime in America is different than any other country in the world. So I don't know. And I'm, I, I, it's really hard for me to lean to the side that any type of massive sweeping gun regulation uh, laws that include taking or restricting sure. guns is going to help. Yeah, I'm, I'm much more on the side of let's take all that energy and put it into mental health, dude. All that energy of trying to take uh, that, that fucking thing Joe Biden included in, in a recent bill where it's like a, um, it's a wrist guard that prevents you from snapping back a lot so that you can fire more. That, that, none of these mass shootings included that, I don't think. And if you fact check me on this, guys, because I, I, now I, I'm kind of well, talking out of my ass stock, by memory. The bump stock did. I'm talking about they, the wrist guard. He, there was something I, that he included that I, was so yeah, irrelevant. It was like a sneaky I don't think, I was gonna, thing. I'm gonna, and I'm not, I'm not a dude who's just going to blindly like support any politician. But I will say in that one, that one seemed preventative because the bump stock shit happened after the Vegas shooting. And they were like, oh, this is a problem. This turns a semi-auto into an auto. Mm. And then they were like, well, let's get rid of it. And mm-hmm. then I think this one is preemptive. I think since the Vegas shooting, I think they're scouring the market for things 
that will do that. That will like. Sure. And I think the other one is 3D printed guns. That's the one that they're. Well, not, that's going to be really dangerous. That one's the really dangerous. That's yeah. the kind of shit that I'm talking. Like I don't know. Like that's the kind of like. But that's that's the thing that's regulate, inevitable. If you don't re- regulate this shit, it's just going to get weirder and weirder and, and darker and dark. I don't know. That's I, inevitable. But there, I think there are ways to regulate it without going around and taking everybody's guns. Maybe it's because I'm not involved in gun culture and I'm not like. I'm not either. So I'm so when, literally so when something so when something horrible anecdotes. happens, I'm like, oh, I don't see. You don't see a whole other side. There's another guy who's like a gun expert, like Second Amendment um, freedom type guy. He's a lawyer. And he talks about how it's like there should be we're good on gun regulations. That's what he says. He said, we're good. We don't need them. We don't need any more than we have right now. In fact, we should loosen them a little bit. Wow. Yeah. And his whole argument is the uh, crazy people argument. But the thing I don't – not crazy people. What did I just say? The um, mental illness yeah. uh, issue and the, and the yeah. mental health crisis in the country. What I don't, what I would love to see, but yeah. I still need to educate myself a little bit more, is two things specifically. One is um, it's harder to get one legally. Yeah. A little bit harder. You should, you know, walking in and out. It's – think of how hard t- it is to get, a, right to get a license. Even, yeah. You know what I mean? You don't need any training – to get a gun, sure. you, you don't need you don't need to fill out any type of like questionnaire about where the safety is. I think that's fucking bananas. Yeah, I, if you can go out, it takes you weeks to get a car. It takes you hours and hours of practice to use a car. A car is a giant uh, weapon. You can oh. murder someone with a car. Well, they do, and then even I mean that's kind of an, the other argument is um, Second Amendment people use. It's not a terrible. Well, they're like, well, in Canada, guns are regulated, and like they have van, like that dude like drove a van into like a that'll happen anywhere. That's again, yeah. that's or crazy. Like London, crazy people get a crazy yeah. dude. Like London, like, crazy people um, get a crazy. London Criminals get a criminal. Strictest gun laws, and they have stabbings. Like always, like, there's like, always going to be like the next shit, thing. Yeah. You outlaw knives, people are going to come at each other with forks. You know what I mean? There's always going to be that. But what we can do is help the issue. By forcing people to be educated sure. and responsible before they own 500 guns. Yes, you can own 500 guns. You need to know how to use every single one of them. Yeah. Just like you need to know where the emergency brake is in a car. That's number one. The, number solution, two, the solution is probably somewhere in the middle, right? The oh, for sure. The solution is for probably sure. somewhere in the middle of the gun nuts and then the far left. And the far left people who think guns should just Cause be I, And I think I'm trying to organize my opinion into somewhere where it's in the middle where it's like, let's not get rid of all guns. It is. And it might lean Let's maybe get rid of the ones way. that are scary and like fucking uh, fully automatic. Damn near That's fully the thing automatic. Is, but when, when an answer is somewhere in the middle, even if it leans one way or the other, there need to be sacrifices made by each, each side. Each side, exactly. Yeah, yeah, get, in order yeah. to find... Because no side's going to win 100%. No. And if you think you are and you're Compromise. arguing... Then you're a fucking idiot. Now you brought up freedom being American. I would argue that compromise is much more American than any other trait or value mm-hmm. that people use freedom of speech and and freedom and all this shit, which I'm all for. I yeah. I love this country. I'm a patriot, uh-huh. but I think we shine when it comes to compromise. That's where our entire political system is built on: is what can we do to make most of the people somewhat happy. Right, because compromise and is like demo- is democratic. Demo- yeah, it's yeah. as democratic as it gets. Yeah. And I and I don't like man like uh, it's tough being like patriotic because I got to argue with a lot of liberals, even though yeah. my politics kind of align with most of their shit. Mm-hmm. I still find myself like when they dump on America, I'm like, all right, dude, that's and the it's craziest easy to do. thing to me. It's easy to shut them up too because I'm an immigrant. 
Because I can just be like... My whole family was immigrants. Yeah. So I can be like, well, I moved here from another country and I like it here. Like, what do you want from me? Right. Like, I don't... This, right. It's a very... <laughs> and they're personal, like, you shouldn't. Right? No. Yeah. They hate you here. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I've had a great time. I mean, I'm No, the, like, the self-hate for being American I don't get, is I don't like it. nutty. I don't like it. It's I, crazy. The hate for the flag... The hate for, you know, which America I'll even, in if general. We'll, which, which we'll take a step further. That I don't want to, like, I I like the the kneeling shit, though, because that's American. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I didn't find that unpatriotic. I no. found that. I that's found extreme. That's patriotic. actually very patriotic. It's very patriotic. Yeah, because if you were forced not to kneel. Yeah. The problem is it became a meme and it became a joke to people. Like, I mean, this is like one of the things I kind of agree with, with, um, very liberal people on is like that was a real thing that started and then fucking white people co-opted it and fucking nancy pelosi like took a knee you know gross. what i mean yeah well she's like, gross but the kneeling the kneeling thing what bugged me is you can you can believe oh, that sorry, keep touching your feet it's okay i like it you can <laughs> you can believe that somebody shouldn't kneel and yeah you, and you can believe that there's a better way for them to show yeah their emotions and share their perspective than kneeling yeah, because they should honor the flag and all those who died for it. But to say it should be illegal to kneel. Oh, that was some dumb, or, that was the dumbest or, shit in the world. Or for like Trump or somebody to say, don't let them kneel. That's when you start turning into China, Russia, North Korea, yeah. when you're forcing people to stand for the flag. It's almost fascinating. No, fuckhead. This is America. You. you can do whatever the you fuck, fuck you want. want. Yeah. You can flip it off. You can wave your dick at the flag if you want. Well, I don't agree with not that. In public, you can't wave your dick at the flag in public. No, not in public. But <laughs> but you can. You you know what I mean? It it the, there's nothing more American than the ability to protest yeah. peacefully. Yeah, and that's exactly what that was. If you protest peacefully in North Korea, you're dead in an hour. If you protest peacefully always, yeah, in I Russia, China, agree. some of these other countries in the Middle East, you're fucked, dude. Yeah, you can do that here. So yet it's 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 about the way we're communicating what our own beliefs are, and it's gotten so extreme that it's to the point where we're giving, each, we're giving each other ultimatums. Like, you should never be able to do this instead yeah. of, I disagree with the way you're doing that and wish he could find a different way. Yeah. But I understand and respect that it's his freedom to kneel at the flag. Yeah. Or you can be like, hey, I love it. <laughs> or you'd be like, I love yeah. it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Or you could be like, I hate it, but I still, like, that's the perfect yeah. opinion. It's everybody is... on the far right that was always like, oh, no, fucking respect. Stand the fuck up. You're not allowed to kneel. No, hey, he is. Yeah, he is allowed. And what's fascinating, too, is, um, like, I don't think they realize that their stupid opinion actually hurt their cause. Like, it actually emboldens and strengthens the other side when right. you're like, take the side against, like, history. When right. you're like, this should be illegal. And everyone else is like, was a 75% of the population is like, no, this makes sense. Like, yeah. this is totally plausible. Yeah. Yeah. And also I'll just not watch. Or like, if you're that, yeah. mad, you know, like, well, I'll just keep my mouth shut. Yeah. Just look away. This kid is, how long is the, the fucking national anthem? A minute. Yeah. You know, we'll be okay. Um, all right. We gotta, we'll, we'll do we this wrap again, this up. but I gotta, I gotta, I gotta have a, a fucking meeting. Yeah, that's fine. Um, what do you got coming up? You got shows coming up besides mine? Yeah, I'm doing a show at the house I'm staying at October 1st. Uh, I'm doing another show. Follow me on Was Instagram. Was it like a house, a house party? A lot of house shows here. Yeah. But I'm LA doing, is a city of house shows. I'll, almost everything I have is house shows for now until um, your show at the Irvine Improv. Cool. And then you want it in the sixes in a place. Six in Santa Barbara, 28th yeah. in Irvine. But follow me on Instagram. I'll have all those dates. Tell, tell them your Instagram. Sorab is brown. S-O-H-R-A-B is brown. Is brown. And then that's my website. 
That's your website too? Yeah. Sauravisbrown.com? Yeah. You are brown. I am brown. It's cool. I have, no one had the name, so I took it. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Saurabh. See you guys. And that's it. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as I enjoyed having it. Big shout out to the sponsor, Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. Check out magnesiumbreakthrough.com slash Brent Pella for a massive discount offer all through November. Support the sponsors. We all support each other. We all love each other. We all vibe together. Okay? Guys, have a wonderful week. Follow So Rob. Go check him out live. Come see me live. All my show dates are at brentpella.com slash shows. Would love to see you out there in the world. All right? Have a good, have a good time. Have a good day. Have a good life. I love you. See ya.